Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. And really what those firms are looking for is they're looking for uh, to compare. Um, and there's exception to these rules, but we can really will often look the other way and not take raises. Uh, what kind of success you'll have practicing law. Okay. Hello. This is a pretty interesting webinar. And it's, it's about a topic that I think a lot of people, especially when they're young, believe is very important for their career. And it's something that a lot of young people, especially, believe matters and, and is something that is really stay with you throughout your whole career, your law school grades. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I will take some questions. I don't have a ton of time for questions today, but after uh, this webinar, I'll take questions about what we're talking about today in law school grades and then uh, go from there. But the thing, most important things to understand about grades are they're very important for a lot of law firms when they're making hiring decisions. But really, the weight that they carry is much more important when you're a junior attorney or a law student than if you're a mid-level associate or partner. I'm going to explain why uh, today. And, and they're important, but at each stage of your career, the importance of these grades really diminishes quite a bit. And, and then your work experience really starts taking the most precedence in your hiring decisions, so much so that once you're out a few years, grades typically don't matter much. And there are some firms that will not look at you unless you have the best grades and not a ton of them, but there are firms and the very best firms, which would be Latham, Skadden, Wachtell and, and places like that will almost never hire you or even interview unless you're, you have incredible academic performance, regardless of the stage in your career. But uh, for the most part, the most prestigious firms are really willing to look at individuals who are the best performers, even from uh, schools that aren't in the top 10 or even the top 25. And really what those firms are looking for is they're looking for people uh, that are very good. And, and, and in their minds, that really does start the second you receive your grades in law school, whether it's your first, second, whether it's a first, second, or third year law school. And the idea is either you have it, meaning you're, um, you have the kind of qualifications that they need, or you don't. And, um, and so those, they're concerned about that. And um, there's a lot of reasons uh, that the best law firms care a lot about grades. The main reason is that it's from a competitive standpoint, it's so they can show their clients that they have the very best people possible doing the work. And, and then people, other attorneys will also often they talk about uh, these firms and how difficult they're getting to get into. And, and then these firms can often be as selective as they are because they have a lot of applications. A lot of people want to work there. They typically pay the highest salaries. And, and and if you want to move to the very highest rungs of legal practice, which is defined for prestige, then you, your grades may be important throughout your career. So the first thing is grades for junior attorneys and law students. And this is where the grades typically will matter the very most. If you've ever uh, been, can participate in on-campus recruiting in law school, the grades are extremely important and that law firms are always using them to hire new junior attorneys. And, and by the way, the most important really for law students, the more important for law students than junior attorneys. So the reason is, is in, there's really no other point in your career will be more important than where you are when you're looking for work as a law student. The reason is they have no other way uh, to compare um, what kind of, what type of potential you have as an attorney other than your grades and the quality of law school you went to. And it's um, so very important uh, for law students to, to have good grades in order to get the best positions. There's just very little that law students have, that law firms have to go on other than the quality of law school you're at 
or your grades and they're making hiring decisions. They can look at your college and your performance there and they can see activities and things like that. But And they can also look at how much they like you. But in terms of judging your potential as an attorney compared to other people in, their, in your law school, and, and the, the really the most important thing they have is grades. And it's really the, the most important standard that they use other than the quality of law school you go to. And, and you have to understand there's a lot of studies, for example, that have been done. And uh, in terms of like your LSAT score, for example, uh, that's typically the most important criteria um, of your academic group, which what's more likely to where you're likely to, it shows your, how likely you are to do academically in law school is your LSAT score, not your grades. And it often also shows how well you're likely to do your first year of law school, which is very interesting with the LSAT. And, and there's been a lot of studies also that have shown that your performance in your first year of law school and not during your second and third years is the best uh, predictor of whether or not you'll pass your state's bar exam in your first attempt. The people that do the best in their first year of law school typically are the ones that also are most likely to pass the bar. And, and the largest and most prestigious firms are typically the ones that have the most stringent grade cutoffs for law students. And the firms that do on-campus recruiting at your law school also place a great deal of emphasis on grades because it's the only way they can compare all the people that are trying to work there at one time is based on their grades. A lot of the biggest and best national firms will only consider graduates in the top 5% of their class. And yet they'll consider from other schools, the very, they'll want you to be in the top 50% of your class. And it just, it could be, t- if you go to uh, your Harvards and your Michigans and some really good law schools, they may want you to be in the top 50% of your class. Or, but if you go to um, a local law school, like New York Law School or something, um, the law firms may uh, require you and, you know, that are interviewing at New York Law School would only interview the people in the top 5% of the class, depending on the law school. As you go down the law school ranking, uh, it becomes more and more important for you to have the best grades possible. And, um, and if you attended school like Yale Law School, your grades are going to be far less important to most law firms than if you attended um, a fourth-year law school, because they're just going to be very impressed with Yale, of course, as opposed to uh, another type of law school. So it's important to note that law students from most law schools, um, you can always find a position regardless of your grades. But if you're interviewing with firms uh, that, you know, that don't do a lot of on-campus recruiting, then those firms are probably going to not emphasize grades as much as they otherwise would. And a lot of smaller firms also may emphasize grades a lot compared to top national law firms because they, they may be more than happy to get a student, a great student from your school. And finally, there's a lot of specialties like patent law where, where they're le- you're looking for technical type people where so your grades may um, be emphasized even less in your undergraduate performance by some firms. And those recruiters were always amazed um, that grades are not always emphasized um, as much as some attorneys might think. I've seen attorneys at the bottom of their classes at fourth-year law schools get positions with top national firms. But in general, um, there's a lot of predictability as to what kind of law firm uh, a student will end up based on their grades. And there's exception to these rules, but you can see, and I continue to see them on an ongoing basis, but the fact that there are exceptions, and if you don't get good grades, even though not the best law schools, there are forces that are beyond work and the hiring decisions of a lot of law firms. And one other thing I just wanted to bring to your attention when people ask about the importance of grades, what does it really happen? Um, 
There's a couple things that's interesting. So you have your firms that do a lot of work for corporations and big corporations and that build a lot of money working for companies. So that would be commercial litigation or commercial real estate, corporate. And uh, so you have different types of um, law firms. And then you have law firms that work for individuals, which would be like doing family law or trust in estates or uh, insurance defense is a form of working for individuals. And anytime you're working for a corporation, uh, the corporations often have general counsels and they're very more concerned about your grades and they pay higher salaries because companies can afford to pay a lot of money as opposed to individuals where the individuals, uh, firms that work for individuals, personal injury, um, you know, that sort of thing, they're, they're typically, they're not going to have to be as selective. They're not going to pay as much money. And, and therefore, the, there's not, they're typically not going to be as demanding about grades. So your grades are important. One of the things to understand of where your grades are important, your grades are important depending on the type of firm you want to work for. So if you want to work for a big firm that represents companies or a firm that represents companies, then grades are going to be more important than if you want to work for a firm that represents individuals. So that's just something to think about. Things like criminal defense, family law, insurance defense, trust in the states, uh, personal injury, firms that where they represent company, where they represent individuals are much more easier to, your grades matter far less than firms that represent companies. So then you have uh, junior associates. So after you got out of law school and you may have one to three years of experience, law firms that are considered if you're considering a lateral move, these law firms are typically worried about their, their junior associates are often worried about their academic performance and what it might affect it have on their ability to move. And the reason associates worry about this so much is because they've been so recently conditioned about the importance of grades during law school. So when you're in law school, all you hear about is how important grades are, but when you get out and you're junior associates, it begins to, and you start moving as a junior associate, it becomes less and less important. And what happens is when you're in law school, it may be very hard to get in some of these top national firms, for example, and you may believe that you're always going to have a hard time moving. It's really not the case. Once you become a junior associate, it, it becomes much, much more easy to move if you're in a certain practice area and, and you want to move and it becomes, the grades become far less important. And, and the reason for this is really the law of supply and demand. The law of supply and demand is important throughout your legal career, but as a law student, you're competing with people that were just, the only way to distinguish you was based on the quality of law school you were going to and your law school grades. And the best jobs when you're young are going to, and you're just in law school, are going to the, the best law students from the best law schools. But when you become a practicing attorney moving laterally, the best jobs and typically are going to go to the attorneys who are most in demand. In this case, more often than not, this means that the attorneys from the best firms with a certain level of experience and demonstrated expertise that firms need are more likely to be able to move than others. I'll talk a little bit about the law of supply and demand, but as a lateral attorney, you're really going to be competing with fewer attorneys for the same positions, and firms are not going to be able to be as selective in terms of your grades. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. 
That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. One of the things that you, that's important to understand is when you start moving as a, as a junior associate, you pervert, hopefully you, you've begun to specialize in some branch of law. And the more arcane that branch of law is, meaning that the fewer people do it, like would be ERISA or some sort of real estate finance, I'm just giving you some examples, the fewer attorneys you're going to be competing with for the same position if there's openings in the market. So when you're a law student, everyone's competing for the same positions in law firms. You get a, a, a position as a summer associate and or an entry-level attorney. But once you get out of law school and you develop a specialty, the only people you're competing with are other people that have that specialty in your geographic area, and, and it becomes it becomes much less important. So uh, what happens is when an attorney gets out, they're typically not that productive, meaning you're learning on the job. And uh, a lot of times firms will have to write off a lot of your time. But as you get more skills and experience, your value increases because you don't need a lot of training. You're much more, you know what you're doing and do not have to write off as much of your time. And the value of this training um, increases exponentially depending on um, how few attorneys practice in the same branch of law as you do. So many attorneys also leave the practice of law during the first three years. So you'll have a specialty, for example, and the more you learn about your specialty and the more you stick with that specialty, uh, the fewer people um, you're going to be competing with because you're, again, you're com only people that you have to compete with for the same jobs are people with that specialty. And then a lot of attorneys also I'll leave the practice of law during the first three years. If you continue to practice and you're competing with fewer people, if you continue to practice, you're competing with uh, fewer people because uh, people are dropping out, dropping out of the race. And so as people drop out of the race, uh, there's fewer people to compete with. And because there are fewer people to compete with, what happens is the, the firms don't feel the need to be as selective with which attorneys they're willing to hire because they're just, they're fewer attorneys in the market. So they're not they're no longer using your grades necessarily as a criteria to exclude you. They're using your experience. And then if you've dedicated to a certain geographical area, you're, you've started working in a certain area of the country, that's also going to help you because you're going to have stability in a certain region and the law firms are going to believe that you're likely to stick around there too. And then also the law of su supply and demand also happens. A lot of attorneys accept jobs with firms that are not conducive to moving to a, a great conscious firm at a later date. And so that also can affect things as well. For example, a lot of attorneys will work in insurance defense firms or small or unknown firms do unsophisticated work. And there's nothing wrong with this, but the fact um, that most firms care about grades and want to hire attorneys uh, they perceive um, having you know the ability to practice in a certain type of environment, and because the substantial majority of graduates go to firms that great conscious firms perceive perceive as not necessarily having a high level of training, the the fact of the matter is the most great conscious firms cannot afford to be overly great conscious when they're hiring laterals. And the fact that what most firms are looking at when you're a junior associate is the firm you're coming from. It's far more important than your grades. If a firm needs someone that's a corporate transactional attorney and you're doing corporate transactional work, 
Uh, they're, they're more concerned about that than they would be, for example, your grades when you're in law school. It's much more important. And, and what's interesting when you, when you see certain practice areas get very busy. So in 1998 to 2000, corporate was very busy. It was also very busy maybe 2011. And then it got very busy in 2020. And there's different times when it, or 2013. But anyway, there's different times when it's gotten very busy. And, and a lot of the most prestigious national firms during these times when it's got busy were hiring people out of small firms often without even seeing a transcript. And then what happens when those kind of things happen is if you're in a very in-demand specialty, law firms are having more work than they can handle. And so they, they're really just concerned about hiring people that can do the work. And a lot of times the best names in the legal profession were completely inflexible with lowering their standards at that time. But a lot of firms weren't and really hired anyone they could possibly get their hands on. And the importance of grades often completely vanish. Notice to say that grades were irrelevant, but with a law of supply and demand, uh, you can see that grades are just far more important later in your career. If there's a lot of demand in your practice area, then the law firms are much more likely to to not care. And and then when the when this reserve when it reverses itself, which it always does, then then there's a lot of people fighting for the same positions and and grades again become much less important. And then the next one is mid-level to senior associates. And so in, in this realm, the same prejudices that the largest firms have about grades are still present. And they they often, are a law firm may be somewhat interested in your grades, but as recruiters, I've noticed that firms really will often look the other way and not take grades as seriously as they would for law students when they're dealing with someone with substantial experience. And then it's just oftentimes they don't even ask for transcripts, even with some junior associates that are in a certain specialty. They're just more concerned about where they're coming from and their experience doing that. And and mid-level associates, you know, law firms start being more concerned about your specialty and your legal skills and the potential you show than really anything else. And then if you're coming from a good law firm, then they'll pretty much assume you have the training to do the work work that they need done. Mid-level associates are really the most marketable types of attorneys because they can often they can do the work efficiently. That law firms don't need to write off a lot of time. And mid-level associates can also really do work without a lot of supervision. And in most firms that are hiring mid-level associates may look at your grades, but their biggest concern is really going to be the potential for shelf and growth and being able to do the work. And what's your specialization, the number of attorneys still practicing in that specialty, where you are geographically working, and then the, the firms, the really the most important thing is the firm you're coming from and the type of work that you've done. That's really it. And, and mid-level associates are really the most marketable uh, out there. The, the law firms care much more about their practice area than they do anything else. And then you have a senior associate. So these factors um, are also very important in a law firm's evaluation of your strengths. Uh, but the firms uh, become more concerned with your potential to make partner, uh, your business generation abilities. And and then and then these factors in your really are more important uh, than grades with 99% of law firms. And then partners, grades have almost no importance for partners. They're concerned about your business generation abilities, but other factors are really, grades are almost irrelevant. I would say it's probably even more than seven out of 10 partner places, maybe even nine out of 10 firms ever often just don't even request grades. They're exceptions, but 
a lot of prestigious national firms will consider your grades very important throughout your career. But I've seen partners who were the, some of the very best firms that not get interviews because of their law school grades. But this occurs very frequently. There's not many firms that are not going to accept someone with a lot of business because of their grades. There's a few out there like Gibson Dunn and uh, a few really regarded firms, but most firms really do not care very much about your grades when you get more senior. So again, the, just to reiterate, the grades are far more important for law students. Um, law school grades are really the only measure of what you've done uh, related to the legal field before you're in a firm. So there's really no other way for a firm to judge your abilities at this level. And then once you've reached a point in your career where you've gained a lot of work experience, uh, the, the grades become uh, far less important. And, and the legal career you, know, you can is 30 to 50 plus years for many people. I'm now seeing people practicing in the mid-80s. Your law school performance is really the most important, not the most important uh, criteria by any stretch of the imagination of what kind of success you'll have practicing law. And there are some firms where your grades will prevent you from getting a position throughout your career, but really you're even one year out of law school, once you get a specialty and are doing something, the law firms the law firms really care very little about your grades. Okay, so I'm going to take just a quick break. And then when I come back, I'll answer a few questions. This is a short summer webinar. And unfortunately, uh, I don't have a ton of time today, but uh, the following next week, I'll do a much more in-depth webinar. But the, the big thing to understand about grades really is that they're just a screening mechanism that's most important for you to get a position really when you're in law school. And, and then when you're out of law school, your specialty and what you're doing uh, is really the most important thing. That's what law firms care about. And then when you come, when you get a few years of experience doing the specialty, then that's really almost the only thing uh, that the law firms uh, are concerned about at that point is what you're doing. And, and your ability to be in one practice area to specialize will help you in terms of being able to move to a better or larger firm, uh, depending on what you like to do. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.